Welcome to the Daily Grind Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Colin Morgan. Listen, are you tired of not living a fulfilling life? Do you believe you deserve more? Do you want more? Is it finally your time? If yes, then stick around. I welcome you to the Daily Grind. Today's episode is brought to you by Wix. Now, there's a lot of products and services that I bring you on the here on the Daily Grind to hopefully help you live a better life. But for me, Wix is something that I have actually used. If you go to dailygrindpodcast.com right now, you can check out the newly designed website that I built from scratch using Wix. This was the first site I ever created by myself because in the past, I've had to pay someone else to build it for me. I've had to go through that back and forth of asking for something different just to end up at the end really unsatisfied and having to put up with what I had. Using Wix allowed me to design and customize the site exactly how I wanted it. And if you're super creative, you can design it from scratch. Or if you're like me, you can start with one of the amazing templates, which gives you a really solid base to build off of. And then from there, everything is automatically optimized, whether it's desktop or mobile. Honestly, it's just super simple to use, easy. And anything you don't know, there's support and videos there to help you. To make this even better, they have built-in SEO, so you don't need to be an SEO expert or you don't have to hire someone and pay someone either in order for your business to get recognized online. Now, of course, I'm not just going to rave about this amazing product and not share it with you. So if you or someone you know wants to create an amazing website, all you have to do is go to wix.com forward slash podcast to get started today for 10% off. Again, that is wix.com forward slash podcast. Hey everybody, Colin here and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Grind. Today, we have a very, very special episode for you. Uh, Today's guest is Charlie Jabbily. Charlie is someone that I have been following closely for the better part of over a year now. He's someone that is truly inspirational. You guys are really going to connect with and Charlie is going to change the way you think about yourself and the way you view your future. 
Let me ask you, have you ever dreamed so big that it would change the lives of so many others and end up changing your own forever? Charlie wasn't your typical kid. He grew up in Georgia, um, sometimes labeled as the chubby kid. Charlie was a dreamer, knowing that he needed to use his imagination as a weapon to survive the playground. Charlie created his first persona, CEO Charlie. But in his heart, Charlie had other ideas, like pursuing the life of an athlete. Charlie rose to the top of the music industry. He signed artists like Two Chains. He won Grammys and started to become recognized as one of the top managers and one of the top players in the music industry. But then Charlie got a message. He looked in the mirror. Charlie was over 300 pounds. He was diagnosed with a brain tumor and realized he needed to change his life. During those moments, Charlie started to tap into his childlike state and realized a dream he had since he was a kid of being an athlete. Charlie started to manifest himself, not just as an athlete, but as a Nike athlete. He saw himself in commercials with LeBron James and Serena Williams. He started to see himself running marathons and changing the lives of millions. Imagine that. You're over 300 pounds, brain tumor, and you are visualizing yourself in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. Here's the thing. Charlie didn't just dream these things. He made them happen. Today, you're going to hear the story of one of the most inspirational and passionate people that you'll ever hear from. And Charlie today might just change your life as he's changed mine. Be sure as always, everyone, you have a pen, you have a piece of paper, sit back and really dive deep in the inspirational, motivational, and amazing story of the one and only Charlie Jabbily. Enjoy. Well, Charlie Jabbily, welcome to the Daily Grind, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. What's up, bro? Oh, man, we're super excited. Charlie, for the few listening, being first introduced to who you are, what you do, if you wouldn't mind just kind of giving a little brief, talking a little bit more about who's Charlie and what it is that you do, man. Yeah, man. Charlie Javely, man, a.k.a. Charlie Rocket, a.k.a. CEO Charlie. I grew up in Atlanta, and I was uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. It's the it's the home of hip hop, and I I grew up all in the middle of it, and it was my dream to become a, a successful businessman, but I also buried one of my dreams, which you know was the unrealistic one of becoming an athlete. Mm. So you know I was overweight my whole life, and uh, so I said you know what I'm gonna be CEO Charlie. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be this this realistic thing that I could do with my life, and with all my friends making music, I was looking for opportunities to make it happen, and uh, you know, we 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 did our thing. We did our thing. We yeah. worked our way all the way up through 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 all the ups and downs, and we ended up winning Grammys. And I signed artists, you know, such as Two Chains and. You know, just been super blessed in my life to to like win a Grammy, and actually, just um, four weeks ago, uh, just won an Emmy as well. Wow! Congratulations, so, that's amazing. 
Thank you, man. It's it's been an amazing life. Um, I've 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 been able through through all my journeys, been able to discover that, you know, we have superpowers of of manifestation. Human beings are incredible. Like I, I really study quantum physics, and I study how we're all connected, and I study how you know we can we can be in multiple places at one time because we're all energy. You know, like, and, and I've been able to write down, I remember I wrote down in my book when I left the music industry, when I retired because I was diagnosed with a brain tumor, I wrote down in my book, I'm going to be a Nike athlete. And when I went to my artists and I went to my business partners and I told them that, they were like, hold on, Charlie, what, what do you mean you're going to be an athlete? Like I said, I'm going to retire. And I'm at the time 300 pounds. And how old were you then? I was 29 years old. Wow. They said, well, how are you going to make money? And I, I said, it's all going to work out because there's this dream that's inside me. And that dream that's inside of me was given to me for a reason. And I can't, I can't keep ignoring that reason because when I was diagnosed with my brain tumor and I'm facing death, I'm you, the only thing you have left when you're broken is your truth. Hmm. And my truth was that there was a dream inside of me that I ignored, I buried. And when you hit rock bottom, it takes you all the way down to the roots. And those roots are buried under the ground. And the roots will tell you why your tree isn't producing fruit. So when I was at rock bottom, I saw my original dream and I said, I got to do that. And I kept telling myself, my story isn't over yet. My story isn't over yet. And I went to my artists. I went to my business partners and I didn't need them to understand my dream. I didn't need my family to understand my dream. It was my dream. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be an athlete. I'm going to be a Nike athlete. A year later, I'm on the cover of Runner's World magazine. I've lost 130 pounds. I became a Nike athlete. I was in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams, and we won an Emmy for that commercial, and that commercial was named after me, and it might have been the most culturally pivoting sports commercial of all time. Wow. So everything is possible. So you get this diagnosis, Right. Uh -huh. I mean, you, you, I know you had a brain tumor since you were a kid. Is that correct? Yeah, that's but right. All of a sudden it's starting to get worse. Why did you feel this need? Because you'd kind of reached the pinnacle of, of what you'd always wanted to do in the music industry. You started to sign these big artists, you're, you're winning Grammys, all these stuff's happening for you. And you decide that because of my health, I got to let that go. Like why, mm -hmm. why did you have to let that go? Man, I believe it was all a gift. So I, I believe when something bad is going wrong in our lives and it's that darkness, that's where the gifts are. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, like Santa Claus doesn't deliver gifts in the daytime. <laughs> he brings gifts in the middle of the night when it's dark. So when something bad is happening in my life, I'm starting to look around like, where's the gifts? Mm. Where's the gifts? Now, would I ever 
like course corrected, if if I never got sick, would I have ever left the music industry if I was just comfortable? No, like God gave me these gifts of getting sick, gave me the gift of being 300 pounds so that I could be like, okay, let me go re in, reunite with my childhood dream. So I don't look at the brain tumor as a bad thing. I appreciate my brain tumor. I say it all the time. I say, man, I appreciate you. Like, thank you. You've given me gifts. Everything that's bad has happened in my life has always been, you know, a present. So um, my brain tumor, yes, I had since I was a child um, in high school. And it flared up um, when I was about 29 years old. And it was just, it was wrapped around my left eye. Mm -hmm. It was uh, corroding the top of my spine. And it was uh, putting pressure on the artery that was going into my brain. It, um, it couldn't be operated on. And the medication um, for the brain tumor uh, started messing with my heart valves. And I just, I just had to step back and look at everything in my life like, okay, why is this happening? And I realized it was every single thing about my life was causing this problem. What I was consuming, mm. my stress, I had a binge eating disorder. I was everything about business led to food was a trigger for an addiction. Addictions are caused by triggers. Um, that just form over time and you kind of get trapped in this cage. And so deal making led to food, you know, stress led to food and celebration led to food. Well, that was my entire life. Everything in my life was either stress, celebration or deal making. So I'm just always surrounded by food. And I said, I'm going to have to build a life that saves my life mm. and music as much as I loved it, it was killing me. So I said, everything's got to change. And so I built an entire life around being an athlete, my original dream. And I did an Ironman in New Zealand and I biked across America and I've done five marathons and it just goes to prove that everything is possible. Really, not everything. Every dream is possible. Because in my short life, I've gotten a lot done. You know? And, and it's just... And I'm just like everybody else listening. Like, I've, I've, I've failed over and over and over. I've got binge eating disorders. I've got, you know, mental disorders. I've got... I've just now learned what self-love is mm -hmm. and like, it's just, but it's just, we can get a lot done. It's kind of like Parkinson's law. You're going to fill the container you're given. I remember when I was, um, uh, when I just finished the Ironman, I told my friends, I told my family, I want to bike across America, uh, three weeks from now. And they're like, no, Charlie, like this is going to take six months to pull off. It's going to be a big tour. Yeah. And I said, uh-uh, we're going to go in three weeks because we're going to find a way to get it done because that's just what happens. The universe finds a way. 
and magically in three weeks we found a tour bus by accident and and it was it was affordable for us and it was perfect and it even had like a little iron man emblem you know on the door because the guy who owned it was an iron man too and then uh, and then we found a sponsorship you know for like half a million dollars just randomly you know like just all these blessings wow. just came in all at a very collapsed period of time but just because we said it was possible and I don't, I don't really operate from the place of logic and reason. That's usually here in the head. But like for the listeners listening, like what's the first word that comes to your mind when I tell you follow your dreams? Ah, what's another word? Follow your heart. Ah, we never say follow your brain. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Why do our dreams exist in our heart? Well, because we know the brain is a series of historical events. The brain doesn't know how to think about something it's never thought about before. It's always relating to things that have happened in its history to size things up and things we've already learned and things we've already analyzed. That's what the brain is. But the heart, for some reason, knows the future. That's wow. why we say follow it, because the brain is the past. Crazy, right? That's, so how do we tap into that? Like, because there's so many people, myself included, right? Like, I grew up similar to you, man. Like, I had a dream of being an athlete. For me, it was golf. It was everything I dreamed of. I worked at it. I got to the point of becoming a professional golfer. I lost that passion, much in the same mm. way you lost that passion with the music industry. But yeah. For everyone else, I mean, you're trying to do that. Even me now, I'm, I'm trying to follow that dream. How do we tap into that? How do, how do we start connecting with the heart and not listen to logic? Man, it took me a lifetime. <laughs> it, took me, it took me 29 years of my brain getting so tired of losing because when the brain was operating, it, it swears it knows everything. And so imagine the heart and the brain being in a relationship with each other. And the heart says, ooh, I want to do this. Mm. And your eyes look up and and your heart starts singing. In a, <laughs> and that's a dream. You know, that's a dream. When you think about this possibility and then the brain kicks in and the brain is like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's be a little bit more realistic here. Mm. And then it kind of talks you out of that euphoric feeling of a dream. And over time in my life, my heart just got silenced. It got so silenced because it could never drive the ship. It was never given any control. The brain was like, no, 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 I'm driving. Like you sit over there. And then the heart just got tired and gave up. Yeah. And then as I'm crashing into the wall over and over, the brain starts getting so tired and it's like, this isn't working. Here we are, depressed, insecure, sick, overweight, from operating from a place where the brain was driving. And my brain said, I mean, really, my brain looked over at my heart and said, 
maybe you should give it a go. I'm <laughs> tired. And he gave, my brain gave this, the steering wheel to the heart. And the heart said, you really want me to try? Brain said, we don't have any choice. We're going to die. Like, you give it a shot. And my heart took over. And I just started, I just started going wherever it told me to go. It said, move to L.A. I said, okay. It said, go vegan. I said, okay. It said, leave your business. I said, okay. It said, delete social media. I said, okay. And the heart just knows. It just knows what's right for us. Because it doesn't know how to play tricks on us. Only the brain knows how to play tricks. And that's why one plus one started equaling a thousand in my life. Hmm. I started chasing my purpose. And then magical things started happening. I would write down in my little magic notebook. I'm going to be in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. That's not very logical, but that came from my heart. And that's why it was possible. And that's why it came true. And for me to become a Nike athlete, and I don't play a sport. I run, but like, I don't play for the Lakers. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not in the Olympics. But it's all possible because the heart just knows. And now I have learned and I have practiced to shut down my mind to thinking it's in control. And instead, it's helping the heart see through its dreams. So now my my mind is a servant to the heart. Mm, that's powerful. And it's it's it's. It's tough getting there, and usually it takes rock bottom for that brain to let go of control. But now I wake up in the morning, I tune into the frequency of, okay, what do, what do I truly want? What do I truly feel? And I write all my dreams down in my notebook, and I believe in the law of attraction very heavy, and mm-hmm. I believe we're all connected and I study quantum physics and how atomic particles are all connected. And so if that's the case, if atomic particles are waves and I'm a wave and you're a wave and our dreams are waves, well, that means somewhere out there we all connect because let's take a pond, for example, and we were to drop three rocks in three different locations of the pond. Those rocks are separate. They're not connected. Yeah. But the waves that come off of the rocks, they collide and entangle. So those rocks really are connected. And that's how I feel with everything that's meant for me in my life. I'm connected to it. When I say when I say I will have a dream, I say it's already done. Time hasn't caught up yet. Mm. It's already mine. Because if I can see that dream in my eyes, if I can feel it in my heart, then that means I know the future. Because that dream was given to me for a reason. I didn't choose that dream. If it was given to me for the reason, that means I'm able to have a peek into the future. And the universe and God or whatever you believe is going to make it happen. Like, I didn't have a dream of being a pro golfer. If if I just thought of that, that would have been my head talking. (laughs) I wanted to be an athlete that ran and played basketball and was fit 
that was my dream. That's why when I saw it in my vision, I saw myself crossing that Ironman finish line. I saw that I was a Nike athlete. If somebody would have, if I would have gone back in time to when I was 15 years old, sitting in literature class at Shambly High School, and told myself, Charlie, I want you to know, this is big Charlie talking to little Charlie. Charlie, I want you to know your life is going to be pretty cool. Really? Yeah, man. Like, I want you to know, like, you know, you know how you like Kanye West? Yeah. Well, you're going to be working with him. I'm going to be working with Kanye? How? <laughs> well, there's there's an artist, you know, you know, an artist named 2 Chains, right? Of course. I listen to the Ludacris albums. I love 2 Chains. He's always on the Ludacris albums. Well, you're going to manage him. I'm going to manage him how? Like, what? I, me? I'm just, that's crazy. He said, you know Lil Wayne as well? Yeah, of course I know Lil Wayne. I love Lil Wayne. Well, you're going to be working with him too. What? Are you serious? And, and also, you're going to be a Nike athlete. How? How am I going to be a Nike athlete? And, and you're going to be in commercials with LeBron and Serena. What? Like, like this is like going back in time and telling little Charlie what's coming makes no sense. I would have not been able to make any sense of how I was able to do anything I've done in my life. Mm. I just showed up and believed that everything is possible and I'm a fearless delusional optimist i don't operate from logic and reason but i show up and work hard every day but i show up and work hard every day because i always tell myself it's going to be easy even when everything is crashing around me i always say oh this is going to be easy because we get exactly what we're looking for if if, if us humans we always want to confirm ourselves to make ourselves feel smart okay so we look for the confirmations if we say i want it to be easy we're going to look for the confirmations to say ah charlie you were right it was easy now if we say "Ooh, this is going to be hard we gotta grind we gotta struggle and wake up early and all these like entrepreneurial terms of like so war true. that really sounds bad well guess what we're gonna find we're gonna find a way for it to be hard because that's what we said it was going to be. Have you ever met somebody who runs a business and they just kind of float through life? Or they might have nine businesses and they've never been stressed out about any of them? Because they're tuned to a frequency of peace. And they're not, they're not looking for it to be stressful. So they find a way for it to be peaceful. Where a lot of us, when we go into our journeys, ooh, like I'm going to have to grind. Yeah. Well, what is grinding? Grinding is friction. Like, it's like, if you were to go from, what city are you in right now? I'm uh, just outside of Toronto. Ah, okay. So I'm in Atlanta. You're in Toronto. If I wanted to grind my way to Toronto, I would be dragged behind a car <laughs> on the ground, grinding, making all this friction. Or we could do this little smarter strategy of getting on an airplane. No grinding, pure floating. We can choose what we want. Do you want to grind from Atlanta, Toronto, or do you want to float? I want to float. Atlanta, Toronto? 
So why do we keep saying all these words that create so much friction in our lives? You know what I found super powerful about what you just said, and it's really connecting with me, is when you're talking about, you know, I've already done it. Time hasn't just Mm -hmm. caught up. Like, time hasn't caught up yet. I feel like the power in that is is that right now, even though you may not be mm-hmm. there, you, you're already there. Time hasn't just got there. So what happens is you start to act like that person. Yeah, that's the secret to manifestation. You've got to be it. So so this is, this is how manifestation works. It's no different than the radio in your car. Okay, the radio in your car is called a receiver. Also, your phone is a receiver. Um, I'll break it down like this. Right now, I am on station 94.1. Okay? So let me turn up the radio. Here's a song. It's uh, that's Gwen Stefani. Okay? Don't you forget Gwen Stefani is singing. Now, this song was before it came through my speaker, was flying through the air silently. Like, if I were to say this, like, 200 years ago, I would be, like, burned in the square for witchcraft. Okay? So, Charlie, you're telling me that flying past my face right now is a song, and this little box is going to play it and not miss a note, and there's not a band in this box? Like, what? how is a song flying through the air invisibly and it doesn't miss a note? We're used to radio, but this is mind-blowing. Right now, how many phone conversations and text messages are flying past your face? Hundreds of thousands? Millions? They're flying past your face. So when we want to receive... So we'll take 94.1 on the radio station. How's, how can it listen to that song? It has to tune to the frequency. If I go if I go 94.3, I hear nothing. If I hear 94.1, I hear a song. So when we want to receive something, we first must tune to the station. By tuning to the station, that means we become that frequency when we become that frequency i am an athlete today this is when i'm 300 pounds my name is charlie rocket i am a nike athlete today i saw the dream so i know the future so i don't have to act like an athlete once it happens i get to act like an athlete today because i saw it i believed it i tuned to the frequency and then nike comes right into my life And everything that made it happen came into my life. But when we feel that we're imposters or we're not good enough or we have to wait for our dreams or we need proof for something, show me and then I'll believe. No, that's not how radio works. You'll never hear a song if you're like, air, play the song and then I'll tune it to the station. The air doesn't know how to play a song. Only a receiver knows how to play the song. But the receiver... The actual radio must tune to it first, and then it can pull it out of the air. Because it's just flying around. These are waves. Everything is a wave. 
quantum physics is breaking down that an atomic particle is 99.99999% wave and only 0.00001% matter. But we used to think we live in a material world where this is matter. No, this is vibrating. Our eyes can only just see the matter. Can I see the radio song flying through the air? No, I can't. Can I see the text messages flying through the air? No, but waves hold information. Waves connect everything. So let's tune to the frequency by being it first. There's this guy named JB. I, I call him the wizard. He told me about this thing called futuring. He said, when you want to manifest, you need to future. So you need to be in today, but live in the future and feel what it's like. Like say, say I want to be a New York Times bestselling author. I could say that. I feel like I, I'm going to feel the phone conversation when I call my mom. Ma, guess what? The list just came out. Ma, we made it. Like the book is a New York Times bestseller. And then she just starts crying. And then she goes on Facebook and tells all her friends. And we just have like a little celebration at the house with all the family. But I just felt the future today. That's me tuning to the station today. I saw scenarios. I saw her feelings. I saw her emotions. I saw the phone call. I saw the party of the future today. And that's how we tune the station. And that's how we let our hearts do all the driving. And our little trickster minds of ours says, you know what? I kind of like that. You know what? Let me help you see that through. And then we put in the law of action. And then all this magic starts where it's no longer linear. One plus one equals two. When the heart gets involved and belief gets involved, one plus one starts equaling a thousand. So Charlie, man, what station are you turning to right now? Like what has already happened, but time hasn't caught up yet. What's next for you, man? So I did this about a month ago. Um, and this is, I'll, I'll just be fully honest and transparent. So I've got, a, I'm aware that I have a, a, a good life story and a good life resume. And I love telling my story and I want to speak more. I want to be on stages and I want to be on tour. But I wasn't seeing them to get booked for speaking engagements very often, very rarely. And since I retired from the music industry, it's like, that's my source of income. Yeah. Like, I need that to work out because I took this big leap of faith. But I was actually blocking my blessings because I was turned to a station that was very blocking. When I got into the helping people space, I started thinking that money was bad because there's a lot of correlation between business, which is, you know, like of commerce and making money. But when you get into the loving people space, you don't want to think about money. You want to just help people and help people. And I actually formed this thought pattern, this frequency of money's bad. We should be helping people instead. So guess what? I was blocking blessings because I wasn't getting booked for speaking engagements because I was tuned to the wrong station. 
So I said, you know what? I need to let go of this thought that money is bad because I know I'm blocking blessings because I know my story is amazing. So I made this little song and it's not me making a song, but I downloaded a, a, um, an instrumental off the internet and it was, um, Drake's closer to my dreams instrumental. So it was an old song on a mixtape of his. And then I put it into GarageBand on my phone. And I just said these mantras to myself. I was like, I'm one of the most in-demand speakers in the world. I, I, get, I get to travel and help people every day. I get 10 email requests a day. And I just kind of repeated these over, over the beat. And I, would, I exported it. And I listened to it like six, seven times a day. Mm. And then I would go on walks. And I would just practice feeling like the future like, oh, wow, look at all these emails I get. Like, oh, everybody wants me to speak. And over the course of the next month of doing that, I booked 16 speaking engagements. Wow. I'm on a tour right now. I just spoke in New Jersey. I just spoke in Atlanta yesterday. I'm headed to Phoenix. Then I'm headed to San Diego. Then I'm headed to Delaware. Then I'm headed to Cabo. Then I'm headed to New York. And then Red Bull just brought me in to come speak at corporate. Like, it's just flowing in like crazy because I tuned to the frequency and I stopped saying money is bad. Like, words are spells. Do you know what the root word of the term abracadabra means? No. In Hebrew, it means as I speak, I create. Ah. So, really? so I must speak because the law of attraction is always working. It's, it's like, it's like gravity. Like gravity doesn't decide when it wants to work. If I think money is bad subconsciously, it's working. If I think money is good, it's working. Like it, law of attraction just doesn't turn on when I sit down and write in my notebook. Like, it's always working. This is not woo-woo. This is quantum physics. If you do the double-slit test, um, Google search. This is, the, this is the birthplace of quantum physics. I'll explain it. I take this, I take this water bottle. We'll call okay. this an atomic particle. I'm going to shoot it at a wall that has two doors. These doors are open, okay? I'm going to throw the water bottle at a wall that has two doors. The water bottle goes through both doors. Completely mysterious how this is possible. A water bottle should not be able to go through two doors at once. So this was the this was the shift from physics, traditional physics, which thought this was a piece of matter, mm-hmm. to the new age, which is quantum physics, where they realized that this atomic particle is actually a wave and not just a piece of matter. Now, if we were to send a wave to a wall with two doors, can a wave go through both doors? Yeah. Absolutely, because the wave is way over here and also way over here, and it just keeps expanding out and expanding out. So that's what atomic particles are. But what's really crazy is the second part of this experiment The scientists looked at just one of the doors and the, and the water bottle, instead of going through both and acting as a wave, it materialized 
to go just where the observer was looking. So it just went through the door, the camera was on. So let's say scientists open their eyes and look at the right door. It only goes through the right door. Say they close their eyes. It goes through both doors. Say they open their eyes and look at the left door. It just goes through the left door. So this is the law of attraction. An atomic particle acts as a fuzzy wave of possibilities where this water bottle can be in a million different possible places depending on where we look. Mm. When we don't look, it's, it's in a million places. A wave it has a million data points of locations. A piece of matter has one data point. What determined the one data point? The scientist looking. It's a completely mysterious world of magic that is now explained by science. So I, I encourage everybody, just go look up a little bit about quantum physics and you'll dive into a world of magic. Man, I love this. Uh, lastly, Charlie, before we jump off here, man, uh, I've been seeing you've been doing podcasts for a while. This is something new that is completely revolutionary, Quantopia. Talk to us a little bit about that. I am highly passionate about reinventing the game. I'm highly passionate about sharing knowledge but also creating movements. I've been creating movements since I was 16 years old. So I wanted to create a world for people to, to love, unlock, and learn. And I created this speakeasy. It's a secret world, a secret podcast. Maybe the first ever digital speakeasy experience to mm -hmm. where... I've deleted all my podcasts off public. Like it's not on the wow. podcast app. It's not on Spotify. And everybody was like, no, Charlie, what are you doing? And I said, trust me, the game is about to change. And they're like, well, how do we get the podcast? I said, the only way to get the podcast is to know the secret phone number. And when you get the secret phone number, you'll get a secret password to a secret portal and it's a secret website that you put in a secret password and then it takes you into the world of Quantopia. And it's fun. It's exciting. It's, it's, it's the reinvention of podcasts. It is, it is just, it is just the, the most fun I've ever had. And all the quantum citizens who are part of it are loving it. Uh, I released this secret interview with Andy Frisella, for yeah. example, a week ago. And, Everybody was like, Charlie, how do I get it? And I was like, you got to know the secret phone number. It's not <laughs> public. And there were about 2,000 story reshares from Quantum Citizens. And Andy Frisella, he hit me up. He was like, a lot of people are talking about this. And I said, yeah, man, like the Quantum Citizens, they feel like this isn't my interview. They felt like it was theirs because they're on the inside of Quantopia. So it's no longer about me. It's about them feeling like it's theirs. So um, I, I never post the, the phone number publicly. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I'll give it to everybody who's listening here. Love but it. I've never posted the number publicly. And I encourage anybody who gets into Quantopia, you can share the number with your friends. 
but do not post it on social media. Just hand it to them one by one through DM or through text. But the number is 404-800-1073. Once again, that's 404-800-1073. It's a little scavenger hunt to figure out how to get into Quantopia. But just text the number and you will go down the rabbit hole of finding the pink door. Amazing, man. Well, where is the best place everyone should follow you, follow along on your journey, learn more about what you're doing? Where's the best place everyone could go? Quantopia. Quantopia. <laughs> I love it, everyone. Well, I'm sitting here listening to the podcast and, you know, emotions are running through me. And I can tell you, Charlie, like, this is, this is real. Like, I feel like I'm speaking to someone in the future. Do you know what? You know, like, I, I feel like you have amazing things to come. I feel like you are changing the game. You're helping so many people. And I, I'm blessed to have sat here for the last 40 minutes and to have gotten to know a little bit more about you and connect with you. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with the audience here. Thank you, brother. It's an honor. Thank you for allowing me to be on your platform. Thank you, everyone. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button. Share this out with a friend. Share this out with a friend. Get into Quantopia. You know what? I'm not saying anything else. Get into Quantopia. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Back tomorrow with another episode. Take care. So turn me up real loud My time, my time None of you people can tell me to stop